want Bearcats. I, I love the Bearcats. I like Luke Fickle. He brings the table. I like Bearcats. Lock in mid post. Great spin move. Reverse layup. Oh, oh. And it's good for Victor Lockett. What a move. Looked like Bill Walton out there. On back to throw. Looking. Scrambling. Passes. Intercepted at the goal line. The Bearcats have the football. Sauce Gardner picking off the pass as Cincinnati denies Notre Dame in the red zone. Diving on the floor to grab it is Oguama. Bounces it for Lockett. Fires ahead to Adams Woods. To Julius for three. Good! Cincinnati has scored 17 straight. Double tight ends in for Cincinnati. Ritter will hand it off. Jerome Ford bouncing it to the left. There he goes. To the 30. Pulling away like Secretariat at the Belmont. Touchdown. Bearcats as Jerome Ford takes it to the house to give Cincinnati a three-score lead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the Go Bearcats podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and we have a great episode here for you for episode 61 and season three. After a crazy week of just one punch after another as a Bearcats fan, I thought we should check in with the newest UC Bearcats fan, Dana Beers himself. He stops in here shortly to to talk about his new fandom, a wild and yet sad week as the Bearcats had a pretty much all the way, all around down week, except for beating Louisville in basketball. I will take that one victory, I guess. Uh, Dana and I break it down, bring him on right away. But first, you know, we got to do beer of the podcast. This one going with West Side Brewing's West Coast IPA, 7.2%. Easy drinker for me, the West Coast style. You know, I prefer them over the hazies. Uh, so sipping on that, maybe maybe two of them even for uh, for this interview because Luke Fickle is now a Wisconsin Badger. It's crazy to think about. Let's let's bring on Dana right away here. Let's let's get him on and, and get his thoughts on on maybe uh, his ability or inability to recruit Deion Sanders to be our next football coach. Uh, and I will lay out you know my top three or four is who I think it should be as well. So let's jump into it and let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, making his debut appearance, hopefully the first of many on the Go Beer Cats podcast. I mean, the name, the name of the, the site, the pod, the podcast, the Twitter handle couldn't go better together than with this man I'm talking to tonight. UC's newest lifelong fan, Dana Beers. How's it going, man? It's going well, man. I appreciate you having me. And honestly, when I when this whole thing started, it's been a, a crazy run. And when I did make my uh, so-called commitment, I had a lot of people tagging me saying Dana Beers is good for the beer cats. But then I remember that you were in the DMs, and I was like, I can't copyright that. I can't claim that to be mine. Uh, that's my guy here. And listen. I might be saying it all over Twitter, but I'll never claim that that I made it up. It's all yours. So you just tell me what I got to say, what I got to do, and and I'm your guy because beers, beer cats, it goes together perfectly. Um, And I'm very excited for what we got in store. But, yeah, it's it's a match made in heaven, uh, and I'm very excited to get this thing going. Absolutely, and I I certainly can't claim it myself. I, I think I stole it from a couple of buddies drunk on spring break, 
trying to uh, do like tug of war or something. They needed the team name. They said beer cats. I'm like, I'm not going to forget that even, you know, as we're deleting beers, but uh, it works out well. Uh, I mean, I know you, you've been to Cincy. We'll, we'll get into all of that. Uh, I know you're more of a, a lighter beer guy, not too, uh, too much into the IPAs. I, I see from, from Twitter and everything. Um, but since he has a great craft beer scene as well, so you got to definitely try to uh, check that out next time you're in town, which uh, hopefully you make it back for a, a basketball game. You, you got homecoming for football. Basketball's a, a whole other beast. I've heard, and I do want to say that um, a lot of people might think, just because of my name, that I'm some type of expert uh, with drinking craft beers or something, and it could not be more of the opposite. Uh Ever really since I started having beers, it's just been kind of Bud Light, Miller Light, and that's just what my dad drinks. And you know, I'll dabble with the with the IPAs every now and then, but I wouldn't say I'm far from an expert. But I was checking your page out a little bit, and I noticed that you you do you know a lot of the craft beer stuff. So I'm more than willing to learn when I do come to town. I think the next step for me is to come to a basketball game. I'm seeing right now if it's possible to come to the Crosstown Shootout. Um kind of waiting to hear if we have the budget for it for next weekend. Um, if so, I'm hearing that's like, that's the one to go to, you know, Xavier, you know, Cincinnati, I'm hearing that is the game. So hopefully we can get that in the budget. And, you know, I'm a basketball guy. I, I played basketball. I tried to play football. I wasn't very good. I quit like four games in because I was too skinny and they weren't throwing me the rock. So uh, I am a basketball guy, and I kind of said that throughout this whole thing. And I joke, it's a recruiting process. It's not actually. It's just, you know, me trying to find a, a, a team to root for. But during my so-called recruiting process, I mentioned, like, basketball is truly the, the sport I care about most. And football is obviously, you know, another beast. But it's good to know that since he has, you know, both going for him. And honestly, what I remember of Cincinnati basketball is I used to be a huge college basketball fan probably during like the mid, you know, early 2010s, late 2000s. I just remember the game where it was Xavier versus Cincinnati and the big dude on Xavier, Kenny Freeze, just ended up bloody. And I think it was Yancey Gates punched him in the face. Oh, yeah. That was like my lasting memory of Cincinnati for a long time, like probably – 10 years. And that's all I knew about Cincinnati. That's all I thought about them. Cause I was such a college basketball nerd. And now I, I see it so much more than that, but Hey, I don't know if I ended up, if I end up making it there, hopefully no one's bleeding and no big men are walking off bloody faced. but I hear it gets intense. I hear it gets really intense for sure. Um, that we'll, we'll get into that as well. Let's, let's, let's rewind here for a little bit. Let's, you know, we, you've talked about your recruitment and, and whatnot. So, after you've you visited is it was it five or seven campuses i think i went to so my initial list had 16 and i think i cut it down to five and we sprinkled lsu in there more just because it was on the way and we had it was one of our markets that we were trying to promote our product to so it was basically four campuses with lsu mixed in there Okay, so after the process, visiting the, the different campuses, eight days ago, you know, you fully committed to being a, a lifelong uh, UC Bearcats fan. You got the the tattoo on your, your upper thigh there I saw on, on Twitter. Um, so first of all, welcome. Got a welcome to the family. You. And, uh, you know, you've been rocking that hat on social media. Uh, 
when you ordered the hat, I wanted, wondered if you also ordered a helmet because it's been a hell of a bumpy ride uh, those these first eight days. Uh, I got people telling me I'm a curse. I got people <laughs> telling me I'm the, I'm at fault for it. I'm, I got people coming down my throat saying, Danny, you got to get Deion Sanders as the coach. You have a connection with him. You got to make up for your wrongdoing because <laughs> no joke, it was three days. It was within three days of me getting a tattoo, Fickle left. And within one day, uh, they lost to Tulane, who's a good football team. So, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but it's just kind of funny that it was a 32-game home winning streak. The day after I get my tattoo, it's it's cut short. UCF wins, and then Fickle's gone. It's like you can't make that stuff up. But listen, wow. I'm, not, I'm not. I will not be hiring anybody to remove my tattoo, so we don't got to worry about that. All right, no transfer portal. For no, Dana. absolutely uh, not. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of, you kind of, uh, you hinted at it there, but so let's just like let's recap those eight days real quick. So first, uh, we UC beats Temple on the road, twenty three twenty. Ben Bryant out for the season, hurt his ankle or, or something. I forget exactly. And then the basketball Bearcats get beat by Northern Kentucky University after scoring eleven points in the second half, yeah. uh, which is. Just wild. Uh, then they go to Maui, lose to Arizona after scoring 60-some points in the second half. Yep. Uh, that was also the first time in maybe 20 years the Bearcats scored over 90 points and lost in regulation, which is wild. Yeah, you're really uh, pouring it on me, huh? <laughs> uh, they follow that uh, by getting ran off the floor against Ohio State by almost 30, which is n- like – Cincinnati gets up against you know Ohio State. You know they dominate us and everything. That but game we beat a very bad Louisville team. All right, but we did beat Louisville. Thank God, because if we lost, to, and then we have Xavier and Miami, Ohio. If like if we just like got shut out on, on in all of those, yeah. it'd have been bad. Cut no, to Black Friday. Bearcats was- snap their five-year, thirty-two-game home win streak against Tulane, uh, and then two days later, Fickle is gone. Yeah, it's been a tough run. I mean, I I do of the bigger stories, but you pouring it on with the with the other ones that just goes to show that it's been a tough start for me. But I mean, like people are saying transfer portal, like joking, whatever. This is my team for life, and this is this is truly what I was trying to accomplish with this. I didn't think it was going to be as big as it was, but when I was at Cincinnati for homecoming. I just I try to describe this to people. It was just more the aura, the atmosphere, and like just the people I was around. I just I, I was like maybe a top two day of my life, and I couldn't <laughs> deny that. And honestly, it was more just uh, they didn't even play well in the football game. The, I think they won by three on homecoming against the. I think they were like twenty four point like you know favorites, but um, it was just the feeling, and it was just like I, I just felt right. Everybody, every single person I came across was just like a, a genuine nice person. I didn't have a single person that was, you know, chirping me or, you know, being a, being an asshole or anything like that. It just felt right. And that's really, honestly, what I was looking for. And the sports, yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. The Bearcats are going to be fine. They were good before Fickle. They were good before. Who was the coach before Fickle again? Uh, United States Senator Tommy Tuberville, uh, which was – Alberville. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to be fine. And yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, we had Butch Jones and, and then Brian Kelly before yeah, him. So I'm thinking up They're They're going to be fine. So I, I mean, all fun and games aside, I think it's going to be fine. And 
they got a good basketball program. They just got to f- figure out a few things, and, and the football team is fine. So I'm not too worried. That's that's a good way to approach this. Is you know the uncertainty of you know what follows is what everyone is you know gets all hyped up about, and you know uh, message boards and Facebook groups and whatever are blowing up with you know all the uncertainty and all, and all the debates on, on who it would be. Um, I mean, you you already said that uh, you know people are coming at you trying to see if you can get an, a word in edgewise to get Dion, who played for the Cincinnati Reds. Right. So don't don't forget that. Um, I don't think I don't see our AD knowing what I know of him. I don't see him hiring a guy like Dion. Um, but, you know, I would I wouldn't mind having him here. I think that would be that would be prime time. But uh, I just yeah, don't see that happening pretty much every single day with him for 10 months last year um, as his basically his right hand. man. So I can tell you this. The players that he recruits, you know, they just want to play for him. And I don't think it matters where he goes, what school he goes to. He's going to be able to recruit the best of the best. I mean, he's he got Travis Hunter, and that's the number one recruit in the nation to go to Jackson State, which is obviously not, you know, a major school. He has this ability to get players to come in and want to play for him. So I don't think it matters what school – Coach Prime ends up at, he's going to get players. He's going to get major, major recruits. So I honestly think if if schools that do have an opening aren't looking at him, they're they're making a mistake because being around that man for for ten months, it is crazy the amount of just like joy that his players have every single day of going in and truly wanting to play for him. So yeah, if Cincinnati didn't take a look, I think they'd be making a mistake and. Again, all jokes aside, I don't, I, I will not be tampering at all because he's actually doing a great thing down there. He's making history with HBCUs and he's doing an awesome, awesome thing. So, I will not be, I will not be saying, you know, any text messages or phone calls to Dion. <laughs> you know, I will be rooting if, if he wants to end up going somewhere. I will be rooting for it to be Cincy. Definitely. I don't, you know, he, he said that, you know, uh, the Colorado job had been offered to him. Uh, if you follow any uh, South Florida football fans, they are yeah. up in yeah. arms trying to trying to get him to, you know, I don't see him taking over the, like one of the worst programs in college football. Um, and I, Colorado doesn't seem like a. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like somewhere he would go, but. No. Um, he, you say the word Florida in front of. Coach Prime, he he his ears perk up because that's obviously where he's from. So right, I, mean, I don't know. I, I can honestly see him taking over uh, anywhere at this point that just to just to kind of spread his wings. But um, I don't know. I my 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 feeling for him is that he he truly is committed to finishing this thing out at Jackson State and making sure that he uh, continues his journey and, and finishes his mission, which is basically uh, turning that whole entire program around and that school and that facilities everything around and he's doing a great job of it so far so um yeah I, like i said if cincy doesn't look at dion i think they're making a mistake but i also i have no idea what that man will do <laughs> so, so i mean along those same lines you know, that the the hot topic everywhere for uc fans is who the next coach could be have you followed that at all or have input on you know who like likely uh, candidates might be for the job, or a little bit. I've been looking. At, I've been looking at some uh, some of the news and some of the um, 
you know, the carousel. And one of the names that's sticking out to me is Brian Hartline. And I can't really say why I can't put my finger on it, but he just seems like he could be a good fit. I mean, obviously he's an Ohio guy. Mm-hmm. He went to Ohio State, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he has, he has the Ohio blood. So maybe that's what it is. That's just kind of making me think it could be him. Um, but I haven't paid too much attention. I, honestly, like I said, as long as they don't lose uh, every single recruit they have and every single player they have, they should be okay. Um, the Big 12 is obviously a different beast, and it's going to be a, a massive change. Mm-hmm. But listen, this is a team that just came from, what, 13-0, and going to the college football playoff. So if anyone can do it, it's them. And I, I obviously losing Luke Fickle is – you can't underestimate it. He's just – one of the greatest coaches in the nation, and it's going to be tough. But as long as they can, you know, kind of soften the blow a little bit and keep some of their, you know, major players and some of their recruits, they should be okay. But so far, I haven't seen much news about, like, a crazy amount of recruits decommitting or anything. So, um, yeah, uh, whoever it will be, it's going to be a tough challenge. But they got the, they have the infrastructure. They have the team. They have, you know, the fans. They Obviously, they care a lot, and – they have the history, so um, yeah. Whoever it is, they got a they got a tall task, but it should be all right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I'm like checking it too much. You know, is basically is where I'm at right now, and looking at different names. Heartline is one that keeps popping up. You know, can they strike gold really a third time by taking someone off of Ohio State's uh, coaching staff because they had um, Dan or is it Dan Tony from? It was Michigan State's longtime coach, right? They took him, Luke Fickle. Can they do it again with Brian Hartline? I would put him in my top three just because I kind of agree with you. He kind of just has that like sort of like like understated swagger about him, kind of like Luke Fickle does. Like he could run the program the right way. So I like him. Uh, I don't know if you'll like this one, but I also like Tennessee's offensive coordinator, uh, Alex Golish. If you – say anything about Tennessee's offense I like it because they just put up numbers and I know it's what they probably play a spread offense like five receivers but if you put that with Cincinnati I like that so I yeah (laughs) I was wondering who that was to be honest and I like I like the sound of that (laughs) yes I would probably put him as my number one pick Uh, I've read that he has some ties to Ohio I don't really they weren't they didn't stand out so I don't remember him I'd say he's my number one choice uh Heartline probably my third, but I I don't one guy whose name is not getting mentioned enough. And our AD who had a press conference this week said that um, head coaching experience he's putting a premium on, uh, and all the names other than uh, Tom Herman is on the you know the list. I don't know if I like that that, that much, but uh, Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina, uh, you know if, if he's looking for someone with head coach experience, I think that you got to go check him out for what he's done down there at Carolina. Yeah, they're, and they're consistently a good team too, and and it always feels like they have what nine, ten, eleven wins. So I don't, I don't hate that at all. Um, I the only question I really want to, you know, think about here is how would bringing in a new coach change the overall, like schematically? What what would they do offensively? How would they change? Would they be more of a, you know, offense first team? Because obviously you know, they're pumping out defensive NFL players at this point. I don't really know if is I don't know much about that coach, if he's more of an offensive minded coach, but that is what I would wonder is if, if they're trying to stick to the same type of principles that Luke Fickle had, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about that coach. I know that they, they win a lot of games year in and year out. So it's a good question, but I think they're going to get this thing figured out. And hopefully by the end of the, I don't know, maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I, I have a feeling they'll have somebody by then. Yeah, I think by the end of the weekend, for sure. Uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking of when we fired John Brandon, our basketball coach, two years ago, and when uh, our AD hired Wes Miller, like, I don't remember seeing his name pop up a lot. You know, it was uh, – and then, like, I mean, it was kind of an obvious choice, right? He, A young guy, successful program, you know, a winning program. Uh, and I think that'll probably be the formula again for the football coach. Uh, so. So I don't know if they're going to stick with the, the defensive minded thing, then Jesse mentor, the DC at Michigan, uh, his dad was the head coach here for forever. Um, so he's got the legacy thing going for him as well. Uh, might be an easy transition, but again, no head coaching experience person, you know, like, uh, like the, uh, Cunningham said that, that he wanted. So it'll right. be interesting and it'll be something that has me checking my phone 48 times a day to until we figure this thing out. <laughs> yeah, and I feel you. I Like I said, I, I don't have a, a total, you know, history understanding of, of Cincinnati football or basketball, but when I tell you I'm going to get in the lab and I'm going to get on Wikipedia and I'm going to get on, on the internet and learn every single thing I can, I'm getting there. So you sound like a wealth of knowledge. I can't really keep <laughs> up with you on that, on that side of things, but uh, I'll get there eventually because, like I said, this is my team for life, so I got to know the history at this point. Absolutely, man. That's good. Um, you know, one thing I, I saw you guys put out and I wanted to, to bring up before I forget it here is uh, the Beer Cats merch. Uh, and uh, you, I think you said that some other things were coming out. Uh, so if people haven't seen that yet, can you describe what's out there right now? Because I love it. Yeah. Uh, so we were doing a little bit of a 20% off sale for – the last weekend it's over now but i was just i used to i used to get in my merch game back in the day like three years ago i used to love slinging merch and coming up with t-shirts and you know putting out new designs i haven't done it since then i i've taken some time off for the last two years but i figured why would you know why not with the 20 percent off think of something new and it was right off the heels of uh you know picking cincinnati and i'm obsessed with saying beer cats i love it it's such a catchy <laughs> phrase so I, I literally just copied the tattoo that I have, which is uh, a bear cat with a fork eating Skyline Chili. And I talked to our graphic design guy. I was like, can you just put a beer in his left hand and we'll put that on a T-shirt? He did it. Uh, he put beer cats in it. And uh, before you know it, we got some white shirts and some black shirts with that logo. So, yeah, if you want to purchase one, check it out. It should be on our store, Barstool. Stored at store.barcelosports.com. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty silly shirt, but I think some people liked it. I know some people bought it. So for sure, uh, I'll, uh, I'll put the link to, the, to that, uh, to the shirts in the, uh, the show notes as well. So you can easily find that, listeners. Absolutely. And I, like I said, I'm not taking credit for beer cats. I, I don't know if you are. I don't know if I, nobody can, can take credit for it. It's I don't just think so beautiful saying <laughs> yeah i just i just put a, a twitter account behind it and and a voice on podcasts so other than that it belongs to the people um so daniel i got i want to do one last thing here with you uh certainly appreciate your time uh love chatting you see anything with you um so it's kind of a very brief three question uc sports history quiz oh boy i'm going over three i know this okay so i, I in my opinion they start out easy and get harder as we go. 
Okay. But but hey, I did impress you with the Yancey Gates thing. That's for sure. People can't forget about that. People for can't sure. forget about that. Uh, you know, it might go uh, easy, hard, medium. We'll, we'll, we'll find out here. All right. So this is this is a good piece of trivia just for for college basketball in general, not just UC. So, can you name the last four year college player to go n- number one overall in the NBA draft? Is it Kenya Martin? It is Kenya Martin, yes, sir. All right. Yeah, one for one. There we go. There we go. All right. A little harder of a question here. This is uh, switching gears to football here. Uh, Can you name the all-time leader in catches for the football Bearcats? Hmm. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try to act like I know because I don't. (laughs) This is uh, a guy uh, that was here during the Tuberville years, Shaq Washington. Okay, I, yeah, I don't even know that name. So I think a lot of people are, would guess uh, Chris Moore, who is with uh, with Houston now. I forget yeah. he's he's been uh, a couple of different places, but I think a lot of people would have guessed him. All right, last one this is switching gears here. People don't even realize we have a, a baseball team, but actually we have some some MLB guys that have you know like Ian Happ for the Cubs making noise right yeah. now. So uh, which former baseball Bearcat helped the Boston Red Sox in their curse? while playing first base for them in 2004. I'm a Red Sox fan, so okay. It's got is is it Mankavich? No, 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 no. Not Doug Mankavich. Who is in I, I believe he also sometimes played third as well. Oh, it's Euclid. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. I knew that. I knew that. All right. I, I, Two for three, I, man. That's I not bad. How can I forget about you? That guy's a legend. He's one of my favorites. Definitely a legend. He also owns a craft brewery in the Bay Area now. Oh, does he? Um, yeah. You know. So when I was doing my initial research like months ago about Cincinnati, I looked up uh, notable alumni, and Euclid was like top two. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Two for three. That's not bad for being a fan for eight days. Not bad at all. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Dana, you know, if, if you make it to a, a basketball game, definitely look look me up. I'll sure. c- certainly have some beers with you. Uh, the Crosstown shootout is amazing. I don't care if both teams have not won a game up until that point. Um, it's intense. It's it's wild because you're you know in a interview post grad and you're competing against jobs. Right. Four jobs with Xavier graduates sitting right across from you. You know, it's it's three miles with a zoo and botanical garden separating it. Uh, you know, it's 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 a wild time. Uh, so if you can make it for the shootout, definitely. Um, it, it's a wild ride, and I'm sure it's if it's not already, it will be sold out because it's it's nuts. I've never been to a, a shootout at Centos Center at Xavier because tickets are too hard to come by. Uh, I've only ever been at uh, Fifth Third and. Highly recommend it to anyone, Bearcats fans or or anyone alike. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot about their fan base, and I've heard they're you know one of the craziest ones in in the nation. So it should be interesting. I I have a feeling uh, it shouldn't be a problem for me to get there next weekend. So if I if I'm there, let's definitely sit down. Let's have some beers, and you can teach me a, a thing or two about craft beers so I can stop drinking these Bud Lights. Um, and we'll do it. And I'm very excited for the future of, of my fandom as a Bearcat. Uh, and I, like I said, if I'm there next weekend, 
it's going to be something. And I'm going to try and go to – I'm not. I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm going to try and go to the Bengals-Browns game that Sunday as well. So. Oh, that's that never disappoints as well. It could be, it could be a full-on Cincy weekend. Definitely. I, I didn't get to uh, my buddy who wants to uh, take you through the a proper skyline order. Uh, but, you know, if we do uh, – whenever we get beers together, I'll, I'll tell you all about that. Yeah, Matt, I, I, I caught some shit for the way I, I twirled it, so I gotta I gotta make up for that. I, 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 yeah, tor- there's a twirl cut debate. Um, I'm not from Cincinnati originally, so I don't. I try not to get in on that. I just enjoy my skyline whatever way I want to. So I'm not going to hate on you for twirling or cutting. I don't know about. Oh no, I I I was pretty uh, messed up the first time I had it, so I want to enjoy it a little bit more and remember it this time. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Dana, I appreciate you coming on. I'll uh, throw that uh, Bearcat shirt link uh, up in the show notes and look forward to talking Bearcat sports with you in the future. Yes, sir. Let's do it again soon. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, man. I want to thank Dana for coming on, talking – Bearcats football, basketball, doing a little quiz I set up there. Two out of three is not bad, uh, not at all, especially for only being a fan for eight days. Uh, you know, just a, a couple of closing thoughts on the coaching situation. You know, it, the uncertainty that I was talking about, we all feel that. We all want, we all wanted momentum going into the Big 12. You know, a co- another conference championship would have been nice to carry us into, you know, much stiffer competition. You know, is it, a lot of fans doing a lot of different things. You know, is it okay to be mad at Luke Fickle? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I think taking interviews mid-season, uh, kind of, I think that's that's just a slimy thing to do. I mean, you, I think you can be mad about that. Can you also, at the same time, be thankful and appreciative of of everything that uh, he accomplished here? I, I think that too. I think you can you can feel both of those emotions at once, and that's kind of where I am right now. You know, I'm, I'm glad it happened. Uh, didn't foresee it ending with him going to Wisconsin and being a Badger, uh, but uh, appreciative and and angry at the same time. Uh, you know, I don't. Is it time to? reflect on his tenure here you know he never won the big game uh you know who was the last coach here that that really did uh you know he got us to the big game he shattered the the g5 glass ceiling but no major bowl wins but definitely able to to run the american for the most part so it's seesaw weighing it back and forth you know and i think you know just sitting and thinking about this for a while, you know, in a rebuilding year, he went nine and three with losses to Arkansas, UCF and Tulane. Um, I think now is what was the time for him to, to get out if he was going to get out, you know, nine and three in the American. Um, I think his, his value as a, as a coach to, for him to get paid, you know, he just got paid $8 million a year. His value peaked. Right. I mean, if he puts up, you know, a nine and three one year after losing NFL talent, that's you can brush that aside. But if that starts happening several years in a row, uh, not to say that it would, but it's possible, you know, so that I think that value probably just in about peaked this year and uh, maybe was was going to start to decline once he got to the Big 12. I don't know. This is just my random thoughts. Uh, so. You got to get out while the getting's good, I guess. And now he's getting paid $8 million a year to be a Badger. 
<laughs> uh, that's wild. We'll see who John Cunningham replaces him with. I think I, I'm the more I think about it, I think the the Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina, their head coach, uh, maybe makes the most sense. Uh, I'd love to see him keep uh, Gino on as OC and see what he could do because I think the ceiling for him is still really high. And uh, I just don't think he's ready to be the head coach yet. So would love to see him stick around and and get some more time under his belt and, and be the next guy. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully by the end of the weekend, we will, we will have a coach and there will be white smoke coming from Crosley Tower. We'll see. In the meantime, cheers. Go Bearcats.